This episode of the Schick and Nick podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Dundee Bank. They're the greenest bank in Omaha through solar power, zero waste, historic preservation, and community support. Building a strong community foundation, boosting the economy, and strengthening small businesses. Open an account at Dundee Bank. They'll donate 10 bucks to a local nonprofit located in Dundee, Blackstone, and Little Bohemia. DundeeBanking.com. Dundee Bank, member FDIC. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Stage is at its, at its biggest and the brights are at its lightest. That's what it's all about. Two legendary quotes that if you had to rank them, it's pretty much 1A, 1B. Now hold on there, Mary. Mary, hold on there. Hold on. (laughs) Mr. Potter, I don't want your money. You see? (laughs) Is that the worst Jimmy Stewart impression of all time? (laughs) You're nothing but a scurvy little spider. (laughs) You know, when I was... um, well, my, my parents tell the story, and it's, and it's true because I, I do remember it. Uh, one time we were coming home from uh, church. I don't know if it was midnight mass or some Christmas Eve service. And um, I was in high school, and they dropped me off at the top of – I went to get the mail. We had a, a separate mail place that was right up at the top of the hill. And it was snowing. Roads were snowy in our neighborhood. And then I carried the mail home, and then I just decided to run home. And as I ran home and they could hear me, I was going, Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls! Hello, Bedford Falls! <laughs> Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Bang down a window. Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter! <laughs> hey! Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter! That's and, fantastic. Um, I've never, yeah, I mean, I'm, you obviously saw my tweet. Got my my wonderful I did. life. I did my wonderful life game right for the first time ever in in my career, and I mean, wow! I'd heard I'd heard some I heard it is doing some good things. I heard it has some cinematography I'd like to have sent back, you know. But for the most part, it's doing some good things. But man, did that live up to the hype? And then some. That thing heavy, boy. That thing is good. <laughs> That was, I think, the way Siskel and Ebert reviewed it. They said, as they reviewed that movie, I think it was Ebert, Roger Ebert, who said, that thing, heavy boy. And that was, that was the way that he reviewed it. Your tweet was, uh, this was sent out Saturday night, and, my, and I finally got my, my kids and, and everyone together in the same room in order to sit down and watch it. We finished it the same night. Uh, you didn't. And... Um, but you tweeted out, just watched It's a Wonderful Life for the first time. Wow, what a movie. Now, I will say that I'm not so sure. That might be the most late-to-the-party tweet in the history of social media because the movie came out in 1946, and you want to talk about it now. Come on. This is like Jim Gaffigan says, you ever see an old movie and it came out years ago, but you want to talk about it? He's like, and you try to work it into conversation. He's like, anyone seen Heat? <laughs> movie came out 20 years ago. I, I, I want to talk about it now. I know. You ever rent a movie that was released a while ago and you enjoy it, but there's kind of that awkwardness because you can't talk about it with anyone? You're like, hey, I just saw Heat. <laughs> Pete, I saw that six years ago. Uh, I want to talk about it now. No, loser. I mean, to me, my next tweet, my, my next, my next tweet should have been something to the extent of like, just listen to this band called the Beatles. Wow, what a band! <laughs> Guys. You believe how big that ship of the Titanic was? <laughs> okay. I buddy. mean, that good. I know. I, I just 
Somehow but, it but slipped through. There's your a lot credit, of Christmas like, movies you, coming at you fast each year. It's a you know, I you yeah. have your your traditions that you're stuck into with you know, Christmas vacation and home alone and home alone too. And it's you just have to do what you gotta do, and I just I don't know, it slipped through the cracks. Well, and once Christmas is over, you're not watching Christmas like December twenty sixth, you're not watching Christmas movies. And there's got to be enough time leading up, like, okay, what movies do we need to get in over the next five yes. days? Because right. Christmas sneaks up on you when you're a parent. You go, okay, well, let's, okay, Tuesday night's going to be Elf. Right. Uh, Wednesday, when the kids are asleep, we'll watch Christmas Vacation. There's a couple new Netflix ones we'll try and squeeze in. Right. Christmas Story, no thank you. Um, you know, there are a lot of different <laughs> conversations that need to be had. But I'm glad you worked that one in, because that's a long... That is a very long movie. And were you able to polish it off in one night? Yes. Like, were the kids asleep the, and you watched it with Kim? Yes. And, and you know, I mean, we're paying for it today. You know, I mean, we're tired than a mug up in this mug. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I was like, come on, we got to do this. We got to do this. You know, I've, you feel really left out of the party not having seen a movie like that. I'm like, let's do it. We can do this. Kim's one of those people, like, it does not take her. She's always down to watch a movie. I feel like it could be, like, 1.30 in the morning. She's just going to fall asleep and be like, hey, Love Actually's on. You want to watch it? She's like, I'm in. We're watching the whole thing. So it didn't take much coercing with her, but nevertheless, Funny because tired. Kelly's the exact opposite. Like, the clock hits 9 o'clock. Oh, Kelly, you want to watch a movie? She's like, are you kidding me? I'm exhausted. Like, all right. Okay. Well, we'll never finish it. The, you start to do, you know, that movie math as you become an adult, and you're like, you check the, the yep. okay, how long is this movie? Two hours and ten minutes? <laughs> like, well, I guess the question becomes, at what point, at what time is it too late to start a movie? Like, are we yeah, talking I think, nine? I think once you hit nine, once you hit nine thirty, it's past the point of no return. Like, you can't, you, right? You can't do it anymore, right? I mean, unless you're, you know, when you're a parent, yeah, you're going to bed before midnight, and especially around Christmas time when you might have to get up early to make sure Santa did everything that he's supposed to do. And he's so, doing some good things, but it's a, yes. I mean, that's a two hour and ten ish two two fifteen. Like, yes. it's it's meaty. It right? was a and commitment, and I'm glad you watched it because. And it's almost better that you waited until, like, you're a parent because it is a movie that I grew up. My my dad watched it. My parents watched it. And they got us to watch it. But I remember going, ah, it's black and white, and I don't know, and this. And I would kind of be in and out of it. And then it was once I was in high school that I watched the whole thing. And then it became, like, an annual tradition of you have to watch the movie. And I remember – Every time we'd watch it, my dad would cry right. at the oh, end of it. For sure. And I was like, oh, okay. And now I'm exactly like that. Like, I'm sitting there with our kids. They finally sat down. My my son, my oldest son, watched it all last year and loved it for the first time. He was 10 and thought it was outstanding. And so he watched it. My daughter watched it. And uh, Porter watched it this year. And then the movie ends, and they're looking at me, and I got tears streaming oh, down God, my face yeah. because it just hits so many different chords and he's got the kids and the family. You think about stresses of job and life and everything, and then you go, what all does stuff mean anyway? You know, what well, all yeah. does the, the size of your house and the amount of money you make and all this stuff, it's about relationships, and it just, I mean, it's just got everything. And it's not even a great Christmas movie. It's just one of the great movies ever. Well, I mean, yeah, at, about halfway through, I turned to Kim, and I was like, this is a Christmas movie because, like, at you know, for the, really, it's not a Christmas movie until the end. You know what I mean? Like, there's Christmas has nothing, no role in it at all until the very end. And yeah, it is a movie that I think you you gain a level of appreciation for as you get older. You know, what I mean, just because you realize that just the 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 twists and turns that life takes you down as an adult you you think you have a plan for what you want to do and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and then life happens right like life just continued to happen to George and what George kept on doing was always sacrificing for everyone else and being there for everyone put else last. he put, put himself, himself last his entire life literally his entire life until the very end of the movie when everybody it it all came circling back for him and yeah so i mean i think i i also think like i could understand how cohen you know your son would would appreciate the movie but there's no question that cohen's going to appreciate this movie and it's going to land more when he's 
40 years old. You know what I mean? That that's just that's how it is. And and so yeah, it just was uh it was fantastic, man. Did you cry? Oh god, yeah. I would I mean, well here's the thing you got to know about me. I'm one of those guys I will not make any bones about it. Like if a commercial's <laughs> meant to cry make you like emotional, I it doesn't take very much at all to make me cry. At all. So I was, yeah, I was, I was pretty much sobbing at the end of it. It was so, and then the message, the message from Clarence in the book was a great one. You know, you're some, never a failure if you have friends or something like that. And it it just was Mm -hmm. everything about it. The final, the final 20, 25 minutes of that movie is, is wow. You know, really, really powerful. The whole movie the whole, and I, who would have thought that the Chicken Nick podcast would spend the first 15 minutes talking about a movie released in 1946? But the first two hours of the movie is building to the final 15. Yes. Right? The final 20. It's all a constant build where you go, you're kind of like with Clarence, you're, you're learning about his life. You're learning about, like, why is this important? And it's one of the, I don't know how many movies were like this back then. But the amount of things you have to pay attention to that are going to come back in the final 15 minutes, things that you just think are throwaways, right. whether it's Harry saving the lives of XYZ, the Mr. Gower and the drugs, and, and all of those little tiny things that you think, well, this is kind of, why are they throwing this in? Harry in the lake, um, in the pond. Yep. And then it comes back, you go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, all those Little things that you thought were just trivial at the time wound up having a domino effect, Huge. and then you wind up having a conversation with your kids afterwards going, hey, if you weren't born, how would life be different? Right. You know, if you weren't born, how would how would the, the lives you've impacted be different? You can have these conversations well, with kids afterwards and go, yeah, I guess my life does mean something. And, and not only that, not only just, you know, to the, to the grandioso level of flat out born, but the decisions you then make throughout your life and the domino effect of them, you know? And and so yeah, it, it was um, it like think about this. Think, think well, c- continue. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I. Hey, let's be well, honest. I wasn't going of, anywhere with that. Thought. Think about. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. I'd run out of steam there. Um, think about like so. You think about little decisions in your life. Yes. Right? Think about how, uh, like for even this show, mm-hmm. right? Chicken Nick show. You take a sales job at sixteen twenty. Right. Yeah. If you don't take the sales job at sixteen twenty, or if you don't transfer back to Creighton, mm-hmm. we're not sitting here doing these things. You think about the butterfly effect uh, of that, and you know me not feeling great about doing local television weekend sports anchor for another three or four years and wanting to get back into radio, or the fact that Michael Severe's, I think it was his father-in-law, lived in St. Paul, in Nebraska. And watched me at NTV and Carney. And so when I got to Omaha, he made a comment to Severe. And Severe goes, oh, yeah, we're, he's, he's coming here. And he called on me to fill in at 1620 because, in part, his dad knew me. Got a, Like all those little tiny, tiny things that lead to huge things in your yeah. life. And just the yeah, it's, know, it's like one domino and then the whole thing goes over. No doubt. I mean, because I could even say just the fact that Kevin – the fact that Kevin Kugler wanted me during my redshirt year at Creighton to have the Nick Bob Blue Jay report where I would go on on be sports conduct. I would right. be this correspondent for Creighton, which then led to Kevin going, hey, this guy, we, we've done radio. You can tell if a guy, in, even in a radio interview, is like, that guy's got potential to like, he's worth giving a shot to like fill in and host sometime, you know? Like all those things have to all kind of fall into place for you to arrive where you're at. And yeah, that movie was just that, that movie illustrated all those things perfectly. And yeah, it just, I mean, you're right. It's two hours of building up to this man sacrificing, always putting himself last, doing everything for everyone else and for it to all come full circle for him. You know, it just was, it, it was yeah, you know, because it's an interesting movie where, you know, a movie's good when it, when you're crying, you're crying because you're so happy, and you know, like it's just, I was, I, I, I didn't know what to fully expect from this movie. Even, even the every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. I knew that quote. I had no context for that quote. You know, you know certain quotes like I don't know how that would fit into this movie or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it was a, 
I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna now watch that every Christmas. That thing is officially in the when rotation. They, when the people start pouring into the house, yes, it, the floodworks are kind of like here's this guy, here's this guy, here's this guy who asked for the two hundred and forty two dollars when the bank was closing, and then he gives two hundred and forty two dollars right. and then some back, and everyone just singing this song about you know he's. He's been their savior, right? Yes. And you're celebrating these savior. Like, there's just so much in there that, and plus, Jimmy Stewart was such a good guy, a great actor. That movie in 1946, Frank Capra, and I've I've watched it for so long that every year I'm like, okay, I got to Google and read up on this. He never considered it a Christmas movie when he made it, but now that it's it kind of caught steam, he did before he died say, oh yeah, okay, now I get it now. And the other thing, think about domino effects. That movie, you remember that I movie? Remember that that movie? The licensing deal, it had a copyright deal that ran out in the mid seventies. Yes, and if and if anyone wanted to run the movie up until then, they had to pay money, so they didn't. For some reason, the company did not re up it. It's like Republic something. They didn't re up it. And so in the 70s, it caught a second wind because it bombed yes. at the box office. Right. It had to make like six plus million in order to break a profit, turn a profit, and it made three. And so it was in the 70s when local TV could start showing the movie without having to pay copyright and royalty fees and all those things. That by the time the 80s and 90s came around, it was an every year deal where if they had re-upped that and said, no, no one can show this. It's probably not a holiday. I know. And then so I, I read that last night. You know, you're so crunk for a movie. Like, I'm in bed. It's like freaking 1245. I'm like, why am I awake? But I'm too crunk. So I'm just reading about It's a Wonderful Life. And I read that. I Because I assumed, like, this had to have been the biggest the biggest movie ever in, in the late 40s. And it was not. It was a bomb, you know? And so... It's it's just wild how it it caught this second wave and now it's it's popular and and yeah it's I don't know it's just it's that's that's a part of the a part of the story I could hardly believe it I was like that can't be true and they filmed it in the summer it was ninety degrees while they're filming it there was all fake snow and new technology Jimmy Stewart when he's on the bridge you think it's perspiration from anxiety <laughs> no he's dripping in sweat <laughs> when he's on the bridge. Yes. Because of this deal, and I was reading about Zuzu. There's one of like ten characters from that movie that are still alive. She's one of them, Carolyn Grimes. She didn't watch the movie till she hit forty because she hadn't really thought about it. And now she does tours, and and you know they have Seneca Falls in upstate New York, Western New York is kind of based on it. They believe what Bedford Falls was, and you can every year they have a, a little festival, and so it's it's become a um, not even a cult classic, just a holiday treat that uh well you just want to dive into it well yeah i mean i for me i don't i mean you never want to be you know too much of a prisoner of the moment of like ranking movies of all time but like i i think i told kim last night before i began to google it and read more about it i was like i'm not so (laughs) sure that that movie doesn't instantly vault into like my 10 to 15 greatest movies ever made like i mean i think it's that good and that well done and yeah i just I was I was very very maybe I was just in the perfect mood for it or I don't know I just was uh yeah I was so so blown away by that thing you know it's yeah. amazing and I always feel like those who don't have it in their top five Christmas movies have never either yeah, watched I it or didn't. haven't sat through the whole thing right I yeah. Tra- yeah I I literally just recorded a, a pod with Bo and we were talking about all time favorite Christmas movies and I think Bo had it had it number one and I was like that the angel gets its bell rings angel gets its wings movie I'm like I haven't seen that you know and he was like you need to see it and <laughs> and he even sent you know Bo Bo's okay here's the thing I think whenever you I think your first christmas with a kid everything changes you know like yeah. this is just, like I feel like christmas there's there's how you view christmas as a child and then there hits a lull from like age Christmas is kind of in a weird place when you're like age like 16 to like 30. It's kind of in this weird place because you're kind of like you don't have a really like your own. You're not an adult. You're not a kid. You you know, I'm just getting into the the nuts and bolts. You're not getting you're not getting all the gifts that you used to got, but you're not giving a lot. You're because not you don't giving. Have a, so it's a weird feeling. Right. And then then something happens when you have a when you have kids. Christmas takes on a whole nother whole nother meaning and and it just becomes like amazing in a lot of ways so i say that because bo all of a sudden bo must have been all 
mushy on on Christmas morning because he sent all of us, all of our, you know, like the high school friends, a, the quote from Clarence to George. You know, of hey, as long as you have friends, you're you're not a failure, or whatever. Nope, and it was yeah. like Merry Christmas, and yeah. and I was like, man, and I was, so then I saw that quote. I was like, damn, I need to do I need to watch this? I need to watch this movie, man. I need to I need to to check it out. But yeah, I. I had never, I'd never seen the movie, so it wasn't in my top five favorite Christmas movies. But certainly, it's it's in there now. No man is a failure who has friends, and uh, this podcast yeah. is like about friends, friends, relationships, and all this, uh, all this good stuff. Because uh, I saw the enjoy your buy, yeah, you know, the the t shirts that Kathy <laughs> and her teacher friends were wearing. They got like there must be a dozen in the family, two dozen shirts going around. Like, hey, I got you the same thing. Oh well. <laughs> As long as it fits, I right, guess we'll just right. take a picture together. I mean, everyone's got these. Enjoy They're playing your the buy. white elephant gift, and it's all <laughs> enjoy your buy. <laughs> all enjoy your buy shirts. It's like okay, well, we're all going home with enjoy your buy shirts. Enjoy Thanks. your buy. Spoiler alert! I need a large. I'm going to steal yours. I'm going to steal your large uh, for the medium here. That's what we're what doing I'm, here. That's it. That's what I'm going to do. That that is it. Uh, it won't be a long pod today, but no. I want to ask you about Christmas. Uh, yeah. What were the big gifts that Santa had to? Get, was there a lot of construction work? Was there a lot of piecing things together? Because you are in kind of the, yeah, I guess, you know, kid kitchen, uh, toddler bike, maybe bigger girl bike, getting to that aspect. Right. Like, there, there's some, I feel like there's some things you might have to put together. Yeah, honestly, it was the only, there was one big thing that re- required some assembly, and that was Mava wanted a vanity. She's full fledged. Yeah, she's full fledged. You know, pretend makeup and a vanity. Like she is. I mean, she's all in on that stuff. So you just, so you just let her borrow yours. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I wear makeup on TV. Just put a little of this on. Sit right here. You'll be ready to go. So she, van. I mean, she asked Santa for a vanity. It's like incredible. Bar- incredible. Barrett. So I was. I'm walking. I'm Barrett Rude's kid, uh, Brooks. And and my daughter Mava go to the same elementary school, and so oftentimes Barrett and I time up when we're dropping the kids off, and we walk Brooks and Mava uh, up to up to the door. And Barrett Barrett just had his baby girl uh, James is gosh James is maybe not quite one; she's maybe ten months or something like that. So, but he's this is his first girl, and he asked Mava. He goes, Mava, what do you what you ask Santa for? And Mava goes, a vanity. And Barrett burst out laughing. He's like, Well, I guess I gotta I gotta brace myself for that because he's got two boys, <laughs> so they're not certainly asking for vanities and all those sorts of things. But and then Mac got a bunch of Max Max into I mean Max freaking one and a half, you know. So I mean he doesn't know what's going on. But he did he get a did Santa have a, a sack for Mac a Big Mac sack. Big Mac sack. He sat on Santa's lap and said, "I'll have a Big Mac sack." <laughs> Get to your local participating uh, elf if- stores for your Big Mac sack. And that's your Huskers Big Mac sack. The Big Mac is buy one get one free on Monday at McDonald's. If that sacks for me, Santa, just call it a Big Mac sack. Big Mac sack, a sack for Big Mac, a big sack for Mac. Big Mac Shack. I want to take a time out here from this episode of the Chicken Nick Pod to tell you about our friends at Dundee Bank. Now, you understand that not all banks are created equal. Not all of those that are kind of helping to manage your money or hold your money like a bank are good people. Uh, I think we've seen them before. You know, like this cranky old guy. I can't remember his name. This cranky old guy at this one bank. He was... I am an old man. Most people hate me, but I don't like them either, so that makes it all even. <laughs> Can I see it like that? Like Mr. Potter. He's uh, he's no good. You don't want a guy like that. You, you want friendly people. Yes. Neighborhood, community-based people like George Bailey, like Dundee Bank. That's right. You do not want a bank with Potter. You want a bank with George Bailey, and that's Dundee Bank. The greatest small bank, community-focused small bank. They might as well be in Bedford Falls, but they're in the heart of Omaha. Because you realize when you bank with Dundee Bank, nearly 100% of your deposits are filtered back into the community through loans that support local individuals, businesses, and neighborhood revitalizations. What does that sound like? That sounds like George Bailey. Yeah, absolutely. And then if if you don't take our advice, you know, it's like, oh, come on. Oh, you just wasted on the wrong people. 
Okay. All right. So you just want to make sure that you're, you're doing what you're, what you're told, and that is certainly want to bank with our friends at Dundee Bank. Open an account at Dundee Bank, and they will donate $10 to a local nonprofit. Nearly 100% of your deposits are filtered back into the community through loans, building and loans. Merry Christmas, you wonderful building and loans! That support local individuals, businesses, and neighborhood revitalizations. We've seen, you know, George Bailey did that with Bailey Park, right? That's right. Dundee Bank is doing that in the Omaha community. Now, I don't know if George Bailey and them, they had a website. I'm not sure back in the day if that's what, what was going on in Bedford Falls. And although Dundee Bank's not located in Bedford Falls, you can find Dundee Bank in Dundee, Blackstone, and Little Bohemia. The website is DundeeBanking.com. And as George Bailey would say, you done did it with Dundee Bank. Okay, I'm not sure he ever said that. I'm not sure he would ever say that. But it's (laughs) Dundee Bank, member FDIC. It's like a bunch of Cocoa Melon. I'm sure you're familiar with Cocoa Melon at some point in your career. Those, like, those... Songs with the ba- animated babies doing things, the wheels on a bus, all those yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah. things. So he got a oh, yeah. he got a an, a whole bunch of musical things with with that that that's that didn't require any assembly. But yeah, so it was it was it's a good it was it was good Christmas all around. It was good. That's great. I understand um, you. I understand you got quite you and Kel Bell got quite the gift from Santa Claus too. So. Yeah, and I had I had thought about this. Uh, she used to be a cross country runner at Lincoln Southeast. Won some state championships as a team. It was during the heyday there. Um, you know that. Uh, you know that. Know that's what the Knights do. Know it. They won. I think. How many did she win? She won many more state championships at <laughs> Southeast than your I... basketball team. And, Hold on, let me Google how many state championships Lincoln Southeast has in basketball. Zero. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to where, where did George go drink martinis? I'm gonna go to martinis. martinis. Get a double bourbon. By the way, just get rocking. Light on the clover. <laughs> you need me and, me and George gonna be getting crocked at martinis. No state championship. You're gonna be cursing out. You're gonna be cursing out Welch's wife. Oh, it's gonna be great. Going around half naked. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many good lines in that movie when he's yelling at the teacher oh, on the so phone. Say, what kind of a teacher are you anyway? What do you mean sending her home like that, half naked? When the kid's pulling at him and says, "Excuse me, I burp." Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse you for what? I burp. That was Frank Capra's son used to do that when uh, his son was little. So he he wanted to work that. That's in. the most perfect I mean, kid line in the world. That's the most kid. That's it's so at your, the height of your stress. Your little kid is liable to come and like do say something like that. You know, and that's what they're great about. But continue. Yes. By the way, you need to go and do Google Saturday Night Live. Watch the alternate uncovered ending that they found that they did back in the. Early 90s, late 80s. <laughs> Uncovered footage, the alternate ending that they found. Of what? Of a, it's a Wonderful Life? Dana Carvey is... <laughs> Jimmy Stewart? George Bailey? Is Jimmy Stewart. I just showed it to Kelly the other night. And um, <laughs> Phil Hartman is Uncle Billy, who comes in and says he remembers where he put the money. <laughs> And then it turns into a mob that goes and beats up Mr. Potter. <laughs> All right, I'm emailing you the link. Okay. And we'll fast forward to uh, the 32nd mark, and we'll hit play at the same time. Okay. And we'll watch it together. Okay, you ready? All right, ready? Uh, on the count of three, hit play. One, two, three. <laughs> questions. All they said was, if George Bailey needs help, we're here to help him. Oh, well, Mary, Mary, I never realized I had so many friends. And, and a, a man who, who has a friend is a rich man. That's what Clarence said. My golly, he was right. We wouldn't have a roof over our head if it wasn't for you, George. Well, thanks, Dave. Thank you. Pardon me. Pardon me. Oh, Harry. Hello, George. Harry. Welcome home, Harry. Merry Christmas, George. Now, wait a minute, everybody. I've got a telegram here I want to read. From London. Dear George, stop. Mr. Gower cables, you need cash. Stop. 
My office instructed to advance you up to eight thousand dollars. Stop. Yeehaw and Merry Christmas, Sam Wainwright. <laughs> okay. All right. So he just pummels him, and then and then they take out a bat and whip, whip the body of Mr. Oh my Potter. God! How it should have ended. It's probably how it should have ended. Right. Right. Um, oh, that was more realistic, I suppose, but not quite as good of a. I, some tells you the movie wouldn't have the same, you know, special place in the in everyone's heart if that was actually how it uh, it all went down. <laughs> it, it ends with a beating of Mr. Potter. That's not. Mr. Potter was Nothing the touches. worst. All right, so you were talking. We were talking about the gift, yeah. and was thinking about you know what to get, and she had mentioned it. And like, well, you know, I could get in shape too. Maybe it could be a family deal. Uh, I did get Kelly a Peloton bike, yeah. and I knew it was coming. And then two days before it showed up, I texted you and said, "Hey, you have a Peloton. I've seen you tweet about it. Any advice or all this stuff?" And uh, you just said, "Hey, I love it. It's great. You'll love it." And I've. I've gone on like four rides already. Have you? I was like going to ask you if you've done it. Yeah, it's it's great, isn't like, it? I try to flash forward six months and see if I'll still be as into it. But I feel like I've spent the we've spent the money on it. Santa spent the money on it. You better use it, and, right. and we've used it. It's been great. It's been really good. I've had it for two months. I've had mine for two months, okay. and I I would say I'm I'm more into it now than I was. So you know because. We've all gotten different thing, different workout things, and you get all, you're like, the total gym, I am Chuck Norris! I am Chuck Norris on the total gym! Check it out! The ab roller? Yes! Yes! Eight minute abs? You know it! I got eight minutes, I'll, I'll squeeze that in. Whoa. Every day I'm going to have a 12 pack. Hey, weren't you, one of the rejoins was Matt Schick. P90X dropout. If I'm not mistaken, so you know all about that. Let's see here. Nick Baugh, Laughing Hyena, Matt Schick, Fat. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Nick Baugh, Athletic, Matt Schick, Not. <laughs> That's a good one. Matt Schick, Stops listening to people when they talk basketball. Nick Baugh, Always talks basketball. <laughs> Matt Schick, Co-host, Nick Baugh, Co-host. <laughs> That's so stupid. Sugar Shane, producer, Jacob Worthless. <laughs> yeah. Sugar Shane, ramen eater, Schick and Nick. One of them likes to talk about how Michael Jordan is the greatest player in the history of the game. The other would rather talk about subjects that people actually give a crap about. <laughs> These are great. These are great. Schick and Nick. One of them wonders if people still consider him an athlete. The other can answer that question for him. You decide which one. <laughs> All right. So that's, uh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah the yeah. P90X dropout was in one of those. But, yeah, 
Well, good. I'm glad you it's, like uh, it. I'm glad you like it so far. So I'm, I'm it's glad. good. Yeah, it's it's motivating. The teachers are good. Uh, I've gone through. I did a beginner couple of classes. And I'm like, okay, let's get into this thing now, and let's get into some classes. Um, there's a British accent girl, very good. I uh, forget what her name is. And then I did a uh, Alex two songs. I'm like, what's this all about, right? Yeah. So I did Alex. He cursed at me a few times. I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, I'm on. And I was like, I went downstairs and like, she's like, how'd it go? I'm like, good. I'm like, Alex cursed at me a couple of times. <laughs> she's like, huh. I'm like, yeah, you know, he, he does, you know, he's, he's, he's into it. Yeah, he fires yeah. people up. He's very popular. And, but it was good. But then I did text you. We were texting back and forth about it. I'm kind of upset, like, that they don't have some of the songs that I would want on. Oh, no. They don't. Okay. Let me name a few. Are you telling me they don't have a ride that features Huey Lewis in the news, Stuck on You, or Hip to Be Square? I was shocked that Alex Toussaint did not have, like as he's working in the different songs, that he doesn't have Huey Lewis. Yeah. I I feel like it's the net, like Dua Lipa, you know, work in your Jay-Z, whatever you want to do, but then I figured he would bring it back. To a Huey. Bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is what it should sound like. Hey, you wake up and build yourself with the morning ball time. Maybe one of the most important things in your life. So when you brush your teeth, when you wash your face in the morning, I want you to really check yourself in the mirror. Hey, Bob, check yourself, baby. Be yourself as the king, as the queen. Celebrate your famous. Get your ass to third. Hey, to take it out. Let's stand. See, that's what it should be. Oh, my God. That is the funniest thing ever in my life. <laughs> how much faster would you ride if that's how it was, Matt? That's what I want to know. Dude, my cadence would be oh. like 150. It would it would be the fastest registered cadence in the world. Like, what song was it? It was Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> that's what got him. <laughs> or, I mean, they don't have any... You, you and now Ted Lasso, the show Ted Lasso, are synonymous with a certain Rick Astley song, Never Gonna Give You Up. That is, oh, that's yeah. your song, that Matt. That would be good. That'd Let's be a hell of a song. Like. Your cadence would increase. Celebrate your famous. Get your ass to third. Hey, to take it out. Let's stand. Agreed. I mean, that's that, that would sound much better, I think. Here's the thing. I agree with you on this. This this would get my cadence way up. (laughs) I mean, come on, Alex Toussaint. I I tell you, there is nothing like working up a sweat. I mean, just the interactive part of it. It's like, "Eh, how good is this going to be? It's actually really good, and I haven't done a live, live class yet. I've done a a taped live where you are competing with other people that are in there. Because it began at a certain time, and I did it. But it's really unique. I'm, why does anyone ever leave the house anymore? That's why? it. That's it. It's just, it's not necessary to leave the house. It's not necessary to ever leave your house at all. But it's, it's but, that, but that's a part of the beauty of it, especially as parents, kids, got a bunch of stuff going on. Like, sometimes. Working from home, right? Working from home, you got, okay, I got, I got a window here to do, you know, get in a 30-minute, a 20-minute, a 45, whatever you want to do. And you do it, you're done, and you get a good workout. It's awesome, man. Like it is, it. I I could not be more pleased with it, and I'm glad that I'm glad. Maybe if you and I tweeted Alex Toussaint or other writers or at Peloton, you know, like, hey, what's up with the lack of Rick Astley and Huey Lewis in the news? Not cool, CNBC. <laughs> <laughs> No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. <laughs> no Huey Lewis rides. Not cool at Peloton. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, hey, you know so what? Good. You know what, chick? What could be a hell of a ride? Imagine this. I love how this 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 episode only resonates if you've seen a It's a Wonderful Life or now B if you have a Peloton. But imagine a right. imagine a ride where it's all Chick and Nick songs. Like you start, oh, wow. you warm warm up to like you know whiz in your pants. You warm. I mean, you imagine a world. Where that is, there's a class of just chicken nick songs. I think now that, tell me I get your cadence game right and your resistance game right. All right, guys, let's go. I want your cadence. I want your cadence at 45 to 55, and I want you to really fire it up. Get off the saddle. Here we go. Can't wait to hear the Nebraska fight song. I've waited for this since the red-white game. That's right. Now it's time to cadence 45 to 50. Pull back a little bit. It's too well done. That is my mistake. Out in 10th Street, there's the band. Look, I don't want to see any quitting any of you out there. Time to go. Hell hard, let's go! Alright, we're gonna get out of the saddle here. You ready? Cadence 100 to 120, let's go! And I whiz in my pants. You gotta admit, the tunnel walk is sweet. Makes me wish. That's what it would be. That's what it would be amazing! Would you, I, right, Peloton, would you hear Zach Lee has a rocket arm? We're out to third. Three, two, one. Has a rocket arm. Three step drop and he fires the bomb. On the other end is Menelik Colt. Touchdown Huskers. I mean, would, would people get the sales in Nebraska? They would go way up. They had a Chick and Nick channel on yeah, there. What, it's, you know, great traction on the Chick and Nick ride. It's only in one specific spot in the country, <laughs> though. You ever check out? You ever checking out the leaderboard? And you're like, I'm coming for you, Sweats McGee. <laughs> like you don't know any of these people. No. Have you gotten oh, high five randomly by anybody? Have you done? If, I have gotten high five. High five yeah, back. Right, fine, I'll, I'll click high five back. I know. Or you get like, hey, it's, you know, at Riding Dirty's fiftieth ride. Give her a high five. You're like, all right, Riding Dirty, get out of my face, Mary. <laughs> Way to go, Dirty Girl four eight five. Ride number seven zero two. Great. Don't you like that when they're when they're riding and they're like, "Hey, shouts out to you, ride number 900. I'm like, "I just started two days ago." <laughs> I don't know if I can make it to ride twelve. I know you Congrats, hear these milestones. Yeah, you know, it's like at riding at riding dirty twenty five, one thousand rides. I see you. You're like one thousand rides. <laughs> Crikey, get a life, dude. Jeez, do something else other than ride a peloton. Uh, anything else? Anything else you've? Uh... And I mean, nothing's going on, man. I mean, you know, any Husker, any every Husker every Colegio Baloncesto game is getting canceled, which is that's right, not cool. Omicron variant. <laughs> no, to catch a predator tonight, not cool. CNBC. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. Yeah, that's not good. So you know, and I mean, other than that, nothing else really going on, you know? That's how it's going to be, though, with no college football semifinal tonight. Not cool, Omicron. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how they, they, I want to see announcements now for games that are canceled, you know? I want to see that coming from, like, official, like, Creighton tweets out, like, no Creighton Georgetown on twelve twenty eight. Not cool, Omicron. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. <laughs> no Creighton DePaul Friday night. Not cool, contact tracing. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. <laughs> oh, no AFC title so. game. Not cool, quarantining. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. <laughs> so stupid. If you need context and you haven't listened to any of our other episodes, I think it was said two episodes ago. Yes. You go listen. By the way, what? the last episode didn't really get to congratulate you. I thought your Greg Sharp was really oh, well done. I, thank you. Uh, you did a, you did so a good stupid. job on all of the. Oh, come back. Did you touch. enjoy the Kent Walgamont recalling? I was going to say, I meant to text you, and I didn't. Excellent, excellent Kent Walgamont. 
I mean, that was, I was driving and was screaming in my car with that one. That was fantastic. <laughs> I can't get enough Kent Walgamot for the record. I just cannot, I literally can't get enough. I'm with you. I'm with you. But it, it was a, a that album should be a very high seller. And congratulations to you on your one millionth download yeah. for the Nick Ball podcast. Yes, and, and you uh, were in a video. You, done- you were in a video from for that, that surprised you, boy. And yeah, I was. You had, you had a fantastic message. I laughed the entire way through it, which is great. It was uh, go find. Have find you Nick seen Ball's the video podcast? yet? I did. I actually watched it on YouTube. That was really well done. Pat and I were texting back and forth, and he's like, can you think of any people that he would like to hear from? And I'm rattling off some names, but I'm like, like Justin Timberlake? Like, you know, like Tom Jay-Z? Hanks? Like, I don't right. know. If, I don't think these people are on Cameo, right? Right. Like, I don't think. But he, and then he said, what about Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince? So good. I was like, I guess. Sure. And she was the first one on there, and she gave you a bah and all that stuff. I was so – I literally had an out-of-body experience because, you know, the video starts. I didn't know this video was coming. I don't know who's in this video. The video starts, and Aunt Viv pops up, and I'm like, that looks a lot like Aunt Viv. But there's no way that's Aunt Viv. Oh, my gosh, it is Aunt Viv. This is incredible. This is great. I Nick. Bah! It's Aunt Vivian from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, or Daphne Maxwell Reed, if you see me on the street. It was fantastic. It was. Uh, it was great. One million downloads yeah. for you, and uh, doing some. And you've been doing I got that. Some episodes. I mean, in only a couple years, right? Yeah, yeah just you know, a couple years. A couple years in, two years in. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Yeah, you know, trying, try. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying over here. All right. And as I said in the. Uh, in our in my message to you, I can't think of another podcast that I would want that kind of success nope, for. I, know. I just can't. None rings a bell. Nope. I can't think of. I. I. You know. You talk about wanting to, in the spirit of George Bailey, you know, share the joy, do for, wish success, and help other podcasts out. I can't think of a single other podcast that I want to see reach that milestone. Can't. Not one. I can't either. And and I can't think of any other podcast that. Hey, if you want to sponsor a podcast. I can't think of one that if you'd like to if no. you'd like to do that, no. uh, feel free to email. I can't think of an email address like laugh at chickennick.com. I can't. No, I can't think of it. Right. Or even like, I don't know, like a, like even if like Peloton wanted to sponsor a podcast or something like that. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I have no sure. idea. I can't think of it. I can't think of a pod. I don't know what a good fit would be. Like, I don't know. I'm not don't totally know. sure. No idea. But um, let me scroll. Let me do one last uh, email check here. See if we had an email. This is from Dean who said he was on a road trip. Put the show on the in the car. After 15 minutes, my wife says, "Is this show just them making fun of old clips of themselves?" <laughs> I feel like when I see that, I'm, it's like Jim Carrey and liar, liar in the outtakes. They're on to me. They're on to me. Oh, no. <laughs> They're on to me. I feel like totally whatever. Good. All it takes is for someone to explain the show like that, and you're like. Yeah, it does sound. When you put it that way, it sounds really stupid. <laughs> Incredibly stupid. All we're doing is talking about other things we've done in yeah. the past. Yeah. Uh, well, the uh, the post Christmas episode is over. Uh, the Huskers still do not have a transfer quarterback, correct? They, they do, do not, not at this point. A lot of transfer quarterbacks going off the board too, which is not cool. Transfer portal. No, to catch a predator tonight. Not cool. CNBC. <laughs> is this like you know like in that old in that dance you go to like a junior high dance and eventually it's the two nerds that are left and i guess they'll just square up and match up and, what and it seems go like. hip hands to hip and just dance for a little bit like a three four minute dance is that what this is like, what it feels like feels like we are at the enchantment under the sea dance and we are trending towards god knows who with god knows who Linking up on the dance floor and getting their quarterback for Nebraska game right. I mean, is it panic time? I mean, everybody talks about this. Well, <sighs> I don't know that there's going to be more quarterbacks you know, be- into the portal after the after these bowl games. But it's like, who are you going to get? C.J. Stroud. My dad. You know who'd be good? Adrian Martinez. <laughs> no. That's why. Hey, be careful. Uh, be careful about saying. Goodbye to someone until you know you got someone coming back in. You know what I'm saying? 
Look good. Right now, Adrian Martinez is like, hey, don't look too bad, do I? I think I could do better than you, L. McPherson. Hello, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Players still in the portal at last check. Zach Calzada, Texas A&M. The sell would be, he beat Bama. It's a good Bama. sell. It's a good sell. Kind of reminds me of the Sam Cameron. Keller sell back in 2007. It was like, he played he, he played really well against USC. You're like, we'll take him. We're prepared to offer you all the free coffee you want at any of our stores throughout North America and Europe. Plus, I'll take it. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great pull with Sam Keller. Played great against USC. That was the like whole I, sales pitch. It's like I was a I was a Bill I'm still a Bills fan and I remember the Rob Johnson, they signed him. He had one good game as a backup filling right. in for Brunel or whoever it was. Them. Great. Awesome. That is the sell. Who, who um, was, didn't Matt Flynn in like week 15 in a game that the Packers already had their like, so Matt Flynn came in and played well against one team, threw for like 325 and got signed got for like a billion a dollar deal with the Seahawks I think yeah, something like that like, is, wow hey, that's awesome you see his game in week 15 when the Packers had already secured their playoff spot and they didn't really care about what happened in that game we got that guy you're like I'll take it <laughs> I'll take it <laughs> um this Adrian Martinez you enjoyed Adrian Martinez good you know good car off the lot but could I introduce you and interest you in a Cameron Ward from Incarnate Word. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> That's what it's come down to. That's, That's what it's going to be. You know? What it's going to be. Oh, man. Um, well, I guess we'll see uh, who they get matched up with. Yeah. But, uh, I know. you know, I, I don't know. Can, we'll Mar- can, can Adrian Martinez go back into the portal? Dana Altman to Arkansas style and come back? Can can that happen? Can can Dana Altman went through an introductory press conference and accepted the position at Arkansas and came back to Creighton? Can that if you could do that, Martinez can go to Kansas State and come back in the portal and come back. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I don't know, Nick. I was there. I was there that day in Fayetteville. I could tell this isn't going to last long. He doesn't like putting his arms up like that. No. Uh, yeah, you really, they need Adrian Martinez to take part in some really awful. Kansas State you yeah. know, ritual thing. Like, yeah, he, it's got to be something. Yeah, the pig suey was like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And then Bruce Rasmussen said, I'm going to offer you a chance to come back free of charge, forgiveness on the table, no questions asked. Plus, I'll take it. <laughs> all right. We're, we're out of here. Tyler, how would we do? I'm not happy about that. Shit, yeah, Nick. Well, you call this a happy family. Why do we have to have all these kids? Yeah, that, that's a great that's a great question. A Huda Media Production.